This is Issues 2020. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Wichita Salvation Army Commander Major James Curl. Welcome to Issues 2020. Major Curl, nice to have you with us. Thank you. Great to be here. Well, we're going to talk about all the services the Salvation Army offers dur- during the holiday season and year-round if we have time. But first, could you give me a brief comment on the overall impact of this coronavirus on your day-to-day operation? Well, I don't know that we have enough time to cover it all, but in in reality, uh, the COVID has really impacted a lot of people that you never thought it would ever impact before. We have seen in in our operations a 300% increase in requests for uh, energy assistance, uh, almost a 200% increase in food and, uh, and that assistance. And the rental assistance is still coming in. It's still counting because of the moratorium on, on, on evictions. But we know that the need is, is great. So uh, it, it's just a tremendous impact on what we try to do. You're, and, and by the way, you're not alone. It's impacted everybody, as you know. Uh, Absolutely. You're beginning, uh, you're beginning your holiday fundraising campaign with an ambitious goal, I understand. Tell us about that. We are. We are. We are hoping to raise 1.5 million dollars during this Christmas season to uh, to maintain what we try to do as far as service to people in our community, not only through the Christmas time but throughout the year. So it is pretty ambitious. It is uh, the largest goal we have attempted to raise in in recent years, and uh, so it's quite the challenge. Well, it would seem that these are pretty tough economic times too. Uh, why are you raising the ante then? Well, you know, as we began to serve people uh, in in 2020 with all the COVID kind of assistance and all the other kind of things we've done, quite honestly, we overspent our budget. We we went beyond what we had budgeted to serve people and and reached beyond that. So, uh, our hopes is that we can recover what we what we overspent and then continue at that same level if need be for the for the coming year. So you're going to need to help some little some help from the community. It sounds like. Yeah, we do. It's and and the community is great in doing that. We have seen uh, some great influxes of uh, donations already. Some specific gifts that came uh, specifically for COVID assistance, which is uh, which is incredible when that can happen. So we're excited about that. You know, last year I understand you fell short of goal, even though you had a pretty sizable increase in donations. Just. Uh, just the need got bigger, it sounds like, huh? It, it has. And, you know, the the unknown of this year is we really don't know where that need's going to set, where, where it's going to land. Uh, because we have seen such a large increase uh, in regular assistance, we don't know what Christmas is going to look like as far as providing additional financial assistance during the Christmas season. It could be a huge increase. Is uh, Is the Salvation Army working with Walmart again this year? We are. We have a really good partnership with Walgreens, uh, Walmart this year, and Walmart has uh, actually upped their game quite a bit. Uh, normally, they allow us to start putting our bell ringers at their locations after Thanksgiving. Uh, this year, they've advanced that, and we can put our bell ringers there the week before, which is a huge uh, possibility for uh, for fundraising at the kettle sites, and that's that's huge with Walmart. In addition to that, they have done two other things that are quite remarkable, I think. One is they have during uh, beginning now, it's already in effect, they have a roundup campaign that's available that the stores can do. So you can round up at the, at the cash registers. 
the staffed cash registers, not the South Bay ones, but the staffed county registers, and those roundups will come to the Salvation Army locally as well. So whatever Walmart they shop at, it'll go to that local Salvation Army uh, to that area. So that's number two. And number three, they have put on on, on their websites a, uh, a link that is uh, uh, a registry to help provide uh, Christmas assistance for families, toys and gifts and those kind of things as well. So when you talk about Roundup, I'm talking about I buy some things, some toothpaste for $2.80. I can round it up to $3, or is it even bigger bigger stuff than that, like tires and so forth? Well, the, 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 the general principle is, is you just round it up to the next dollar. Yeah. So uh, that that's great. So the extra 20 cents would go to the Salvation Army. All right. Very good. Now, that's a good idea, i got to tell you. It really is. And and for the volume that can happen at a Walmart store, uh, uh, that could end up to be sizable dollars before the year, year is over. And they'll go through uh, through the Christmas season with that as well. Is Walmart helping you with Angel Tree? They are. Uh, they have a Walmart Angel Tree, and that's that you can go online, choose an angel, buy the gift, and, and, and have it uh, uh, drop it off at the stores. They have angel trees in the store. Uh, there'll be angels uh, posted with individual names and, and gift selections uh, in each of the stores. Uh, so you can pick a, an angel off the tree and go shopping and, and then redeposit it in a, in a receptacle at, at Walmart, and, and we pick them up regularly. So the angel tree, I know, I know, has been around for many years here in Wichita, uh, but it's a way. It sounds to me like I, I'm not sure that I've ever done that. I'll make a donation, but angel tree is basically a way that you can kind of, uh, kind of personalize what you're doing. Then, right? Absolutely right. And what we do in our angel trees here in Wichita is, if you see uh, an angel on that tree, that represents a real person somebody that we've talked to or interviewed or, or met with, and, and mom has said, well, Bobby wants this. And, and so we, that's, a real, that's a real child on that angel. So, and then there's something else called Registry for Food. Can you tell me about that, please? It's Registry for Good, actually. Oh, for good. <laughs> registry for Good is, 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 is the term they use for that. I'm going to say, I want to register for the food, but, you know, that's yeah, yeah. good. The, the Registry for Good is really one that says, I, I didn't pick an angel, but I have a toy that I want to buy. So you can go to that registry for good, and you can select a toy, and then that toy also comes uh, to the Salvation Army. It may not be designated for a specific child, uh, like our angels are, but then it becomes the backup if we if we need more toys than we have uh, available through the angels. Major Curl, I did, I did my own research, and I just I'm not that good a typist. So uh, good and food. Yeah. <laughs> It's, you know, it, it's good food, you can't mess up with that, right? As long as you get those two in order, you're, you're in good shape. It's my fault, okay. Uh, I assume, from what you've been saying, that we, we can count on seeing the red kettles this year? Yep. Uh, the, the kettles really will hit the street at a few locations in Wichita probably this weekend. Uh, we have advanced uh, openings for places like uh, Hobby Lobby, says we can ring early. I think the Cabela stores allow us to go out early, uh, the Bass Pro Shop or whatever you want to call it these days. Uh, so there will be a few out this weekend, and then in earnest, Walmart will hit on the 21st, I think it is, uh, the next weekend, and then uh, after Thanksgiving, it will go full full bore across the, across the city. So it's not just Walmart. You're going to be in a number of locations, retail locations, and around the city, though. 
Absolutely. We have great partnerships with Walmart, and Dillon's is another great partner in our community. And uh, so you'll see bell ringers at uh, Walmart's and Dillon's and Hobby Lobby's and Sam's Clubs. And, uh, you know, any place that will allow us to put a kettle out there that is a productive site, uh, we'll be there. Uh, we have been very strategic this year because we want to make sure that we hit the, 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 the most productive sites uh, in the process. In addition to that, in those sites where there won't be a live bell ringer, an active bell ringer, you'll see a little kettle stand that will have a, uh, uh, a plastic kettle that has a QR code on it. So that even if there's not a bell rigger there, you can snap a picture of the QR code and make a direct donation online to the Salvation Army as well. That's a little too high tech for me, but I'll take one of my grandkids along and we'll figure it out. It, yeah, that's what I would have to do as well. You know, I, I, I talk the game, but I, I don't know that I could do it either. How much do you, have you ever computed how much one of those kettles will bring in in a, in a season, a Christmas season? Well, the the average kettle, uh, will, will, the average of kettle income is about thirty dollars per hour at those kettles. Now, that's average, uh, with some variation. With great volunteers, which we're really pushing this year, if we can get great volunteers at those kettles, they can do upwards of a hundred dollars an hour. Um, so that goes a long way to meeting that one point five million dollar goal. Wow, that's that's interesting. I didn't, never knew that. Okay, now. What about uh, finding a big donation in there, uh, you know, a $100 bill or maybe some uh, a gigantic diamond or something? Have you, got, have you ever had any experience on something like that? You know, we, we've, we've seen all kinds of things come in through the kettle. Some things intentionally, some's not intentionally, and they call us up later and say, hey, I think my ring fell off in there. Uh, so that's a little <laughs> bit more fun to make that happen. But, you know, a, a year ago or so, we did get a, an actually a gold coin. Uh, that was valued, uh, you know, the one-ounce gold coins came into a kettle. Uh, anytime uh, our counters uh, put those things in perspective and they, and they find that $100 bill or that large donation, uh, they get real excited and real pumped when they, when they see that kind of uh, information in the kettle. So a gold coin was, was huge and it was great. Uh, and I think it ended up being about a $1,400, I think, was, was gold rate at that point in time. So right. that was pretty good. Uh, one location I was in, they had a, 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 an individual that anonymously put in uh, uh, 10 $100 bills. Wow. So they they end up calling them St. Grand over the years. And it went on for multiple years. I really? was in that location for about seven years. And, and every year you'd find some some kettle around the city, a uh, bigger city, uh, would, would find a, a 10 $100 bills in, hmm. in, uh, in a kettle. Now, that would be pretty exciting. Do you it never need, happened to me, but... Right. Do you, obviously, do you need volunteer bell ringers? And if so, how can they sign up? We do. There are uh, we the volunteer bell ringers are the ones that really are the most productive at, at the kettle sites for us, and we try to emphasize the volunteering uh, at those sites. So volunteers are needed across the city. There is a, a simple way to, to to sign up if they go to our website, which is SalvationArmy-Wichita.org, and click on the on the link that says Register to Ring. Mm-hmm. And, that, and and it will take you to a, a little menu that says, where do you want to ring, what part of town, what day do you want to ring, oh, how many hours you want to ring, and it gives you all that kind of detail. So register to ring is, is the link. Is there an age limit up or down on who bell, rings the bell? Well, you know, obviously we want we want to make sure that we don't let little kids ring without their parents. Uh, upper age, you know, you can be as old as you want and ring the bell, um, and and that works out well too. But but you know, children need to be chaperoned with their parents or or a responsible adult. Does the Salvation Army have special plans for Thanksgiving specifically? 
we we don't really here in town. Many other organizations take care of the specific Thanksgiving needs as far as foods and those kind of things. Uh, we'll do things with our with our shelter residents and and things in house. But but the citywide, it's it's mostly uh, other other groups that do the Thanksgiving time. You're listening to Issues 2020 on the Intercom Radio Stations, and our guest is Wichita Salvation Army Commander Major James Curl. Let's talk about some other programs and services offered by the Salvation Army now. Tell us about uh, providing shelter during the pandemic. You know, that was one of the challenging parts about uh, the service in the Salvation Army in Wichita. We do operate a 28-bed emergency shelter, which is primarily for families and uh, women and families. Uh, so that was a little bit difficult to make sure and maintain that their safety. Uh, and as the Lord would honor and bless that, that precaution, uh, we were not negatively infected, uh, uh, impacted by the um, by the COVID virus. So no cases in our shelter, which was great. Uh, in addition to that, we have transitional housing units uh, that, that we operate six uh, additional units in-house and, and then multiple ones around the city. So, uh, so keeping folks safe during the, the pandemic was, was a, a bit of a challenge. Uh, none of us like to have the extra precautions, the masks, the hand washing and all the rest, but uh, we have proven that it works in our shelter. If you, if you maintain that safety, you're less likely to have uh, the impact. Tell us a little bit about more about equipping families during COVID-19. You know, that's one of the things that we have been uh, really challenged with. We have made available, of course, food and safety items through our through our pantry distributions. We have seen the folks just really needing that extra care. Like I mentioned earlier, a 200% increase in just food. Uh, and we did a, I did a little calculation because I'm a kind of a numbers guy. And from March to July of this past year, uh, our little pantries distributed over 200,000 pounds of food. Mm. That's a lot of food. Sure going out the door. You know, uh, it's, uh, over the years, I've noticed this because in covering news, I know when there's when there's a fire and a family is uh, is having problems, a lot of times they will call the Salvation Army. Uh, Salvation Army is ready to help in disaster sur- without uh, disaster uh, survivors, right? Absolutely right. Absolutely right. One of our major uh, other goals is the emergency disaster services. Uh, fortunate, we haven't had to roll out the canteen that much in, in recent recent days, and we're really glad that we didn't have to do uh, COVID response and disaster response with the canteen in the same period of time. Mm-hmm. That could have been devastating to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, we've, we've been treating the COVID pandemic as one of our disaster services. So we put in place our safety protocols. We put in, in, in place our, our, our hierarchical structure of how the disaster response works, and and this person was responsible for that, and everybody knew their role because it was just part of our training and and, and how it works. So, it, uh, emergency disaster is what we do. Um, we, we're there as soon as we can, and stay as long as needed. Tell us about uh, fostering at-risk children. We do operate one of uh, a foster care program here in, in Wichita, and currently it's a, it's it's a smaller number. It's about 26 children that we're working with specifically uh, in placing them in foster families, and we provide the supportive services for those families, the help that they might need to to make sure that uh, the kids get what they need and the families get what they need to. Uh, 
improve the quality of life for those kids. You offer help to veterans as well, correct? We do. We have a very active uh, veterans uh, service program here at, in Wichita. Uh, it's actually operated out of our Kansas City office, but we house the staff here, and, and they serve hundreds of veterans uh, through that, lo- that location as well. What are the Citadel Community Center and the West Orchard Community Centers? You know, they are primarily two things. One, they are a service center for the Salvation Army. So all the services that happen out of the the Central City Office of Wichita City Command on Market Street also happen out of those locations as far as financial assistance and and food assistance and those kinds of things. But in addition to that, there also are church centers. So there are worship centers. There's a place of gathering. Uh, We call them community centers, and we have activities for kids and youth uh, as well. And quite honestly, uh, on Thursday of this week, uh, on the 12th, when this new quarter of school starts, we'll be launching a new program at each of those centers, which will be an e-learning center, so that kids that will be doing their online education won't have to do it at home by themselves. They can come to the Salvation Army and and have some monitoring and some some supervision in that spot as well. That's a good idea. Listen, uh, as I understand, Salvation Army is a church that was actually founded in in Great Britain in England is that correct? Correct. That is correct. See, I knew a little something about Yeah, Salvation. you did good. <laughs> now, um tell us about Camp Hiawatha. I've known about Camp Hiawatha for years, but it's been around for quite a while. Camp Hiawatha has been for a very long time and it was one of the one of the programs that was significantly impacted by COVID because you couldn't gather. You couldn't get together anymore. So across the Salvation Army world, uh, the youth camps, the summer camps are all shut down because of COVID. Uh, you couldn't bring folks in from across the state or across state lines. It was just not not safe or healthy for them to do that. So Camp Hiawatha really has been been impacted greatly because it's it's not been able to function as, as the camp. However, it will be one of the education sites that happens this week. So uh, we'll be able to bring, it, it's not going to be huge numbers of kids. It's, you know, 10 to 30 kids in the program, but put us 10 to 30 kids at three locations that won't have to be doing their homework or their schoolwork online at home alone uh, in an unsupervised situation. All right, let's uh, if we can recap uh, a couple of things uh, yeah, as we get toward the end of our program here. Uh, the bell ringing uh, begins uh, before Thanksgiving, is that correct? That's correct. Uh, officially, the kickoff will be on the 21st. Uh, with the uh, with the WalMarts opening up their doors to let us ring there, uh, and then on through the through uh, Christmas Eve. And if somebody just wants to make a donation, I mean, I I get a little notice in the mail that uh, you'd like to have a donation. But uh, if somebody just has never donated to Salvation Army, they, they don't do the red kettle. Maybe they want to do a mail in. Uh, is that available as well? It is. You can send your checks to our location at 350 North Market Street in Wichita, or you can go online and make the donations online uh, at, again, at SalvationArmy-Wichita.org. There's a click and donate button, and it'll walk you through that process as well. And this year, as I mentioned earlier, we are uh, pushing those little QR codes so so that folks who are who are tech savvy and want to use those little QR codes can take a picture of the QR code and it'll walk them through the process of making a donation uh, online. Now I'm going to get kind of personal. I'd like to know a little bit about your background. How long have you been in Wichita with this? Uh, well, I've been in Wichita only about two and a half years, okay. uh, but I've been with the Salvation Army 42 years. doing what 42 I do. years? Where, so where are you from, Major Colonel? Well, home is really outside of Chicagoland in Joliet, Illinois. Uh, 
is where I, where where home is. But obviously, at 42 years, I left there a long time ago, and and haven't been back very much in the process. Was, but, you, was this something that uh, was a first job for you, or did you just do something before Salvation Army? Yeah, I I was uh, had some accounting training, and it was an accountant working in accounting, did some construction work in the process. Uh, but the Salvation Army really was my church home, and uh, as I I grew up in the Salvation Army, came in through the through the youth programs, through the uh, scouting programs, the character building programs that the Salvation Army offers, and really just felt God wanted me to do more than just sit in a pew and 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 take up space. So He uh, called me into this ministry to be a Salvation Army pastor and officer. Uh, and boy, it's been an exciting adventure in 42 years. You know, and uh, I've interviewed a number of people with the Salvation Army over the past 20 or so years that I've been doing this program, and most of the time, it uh, a lot of the time, it was a couple. It was a married yes. married couple. Is that a, the thing? Is that what you are? Or you, I mean, yes, uh, my you, wife and I both serve here in Wichita. Uh, she is. Uh, New program development is her role here, and and I oversee all of the operations for Salvation Army in Wichita. Do you have children? We do. We have three adult children and and uh, thirteen grandchildren. So, <laughs> well, that's going to keep you busy, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I missed them this past year. I haven't seen much of them. You know, you can't get, get together like you used to. So, you've been here in Wichita two and a half years. I know you've probably served in other cities. Uh, I have around the country. What? How do you? What do you think about Wichita? You haven't been here long, but. What are the people like as far as uh, being ready to give and to help others? You know, the overall uh, personality of Wichita is fantastic. Let me just share a quick story. I came here two and a half years ago on a hot summer day in July and had a little bit of a snafu getting into our home. Uh, key didn't work or something like that. Uh, and it was just one of those 103-degree days in Wichita. <laughs> so I decided to go to the local neighborhood ice cream shop with my wife and my youngest grandson at that point in time because he needed an ice cream and so did, so did Papa. So we decided to go to the local ice cream store and sit outside on the little bench out in front of the ice cream store and have ice cream because it was so hot, needed to do that. We're on the bench and a, and a young family rides up on their bicycles to get ice cream as well. Great minds think alike. And as I'm sitting there just visiting with my wife and my grandson enjoying the ice cream, they welcomed us to town. They asked, oh, is this your first time? You know, they started up a conversation. And within the first five minutes of sitting there having ice cream, this lovely young family invited us to church with them. Oh. And to me, that talks about the community that involved, that's involved in Wichita. That's the care that we share with one another. It's so important that we have that caring relationship where somebody takes time uh, to say, who are you? What's going on? How can we help? Can it, can we connect with you somehow? And I think that's what makes Wichita great. Yeah, People that, love to connect. Well, and here's one more kind of a loaded question, but our it seems like our country has been so divided. On you know, we've just had an election. We're just about fifty fifty down the middle on everything. Everything, and it seems like people just can't can't get together. Uh, talk about that. You're you're a minister. Talk about that a little bit. You know, and, and I and I. And you hate to say that it's a sign of the times, but it, it really is because we've lost our focus. Most of what we are divided upon are very selfish kind of things. And if we really look at what the Scripture says about spiritual unity, about coming together as one, that's what makes the difference. Uh, it's not about me. It's about helping somebody else. 
I heard a great story the other day, and it was about uh, uh, the, the the Jewish culture and, and how in in the father's house in the Jewish culture, uh, the father was responsible for the welfare of everybody that came under his influence. And I think in in the Christian perspective, we have that same charge. We have a responsibility for the care of those that come under under our influence. And we just need to be open to saying this is what this is what Jesus would do. This is what the Scripture gives us charge to do, and we're excited to do that. Give us that web uh, web page again one more time so people it's, want to get in touch with you. With this, this is the way to do it. Then go ahead. It's the Salvation Army dash Wichita dot org, and that will get you to the Salvation Army website and all kinds of other information about the Salvation Army, how to give, how to ring, how to be involved in community. Well, you're doing great work, and we appreciate it, and keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Hope you have a great uh, holiday season. Thanks for spending a little time with us here on the Issue Show uh, on the Intercom Radio Stations. And two and a half years, we hope to keep you here for a little while longer. Maybe you... A little while longer. (laughs) All right. Thank you, sir. Now, our guest this week, Wichita Salvation Army Commander... Major James Curl. That's all for this edition of Issues 2020. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh.